0: So we can day tell
1: story of now Ooh. Hi, and welcome to Story Guts. This is where we explore what the stories we tell, tell about us. I'm Molly Curran.
0: And I'm Alice Lai.
1: And I think we're coming back to you after a brief hiatus we did not intend, if I'm
0: remembering correctly. Nope. It's always, we never intend it. It happens and we never intend it.
1: Well, see, here's the thing. Alice went on, you know, an amazing, wonderful. Life-changing. Life-changing vacation. um, And I was here in Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it Uh, was um hard to record.
0: (laughs) amazing life-changing yeah i was in um taiwan with my girlfriend and it was really nice um and molly was in michigan but I was,
1: I was in michigan it was raining a lot but we're back
0: and on equal footing um in the sense that neither of us are embarking on life-changing experiences but we might <laughs> in a parallel universe
1: Ooh, nice uh-huh. uh um, actually, no, that was terrible. But yes, no. we are we are talking about okay. parallel universes, um, alternate dimensions potentially, mm-hmm. um, maybe not specifically alternate histories, but that may come up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I don't really know why you suggested this one. I don't know if it was just something you were thinking about. Um, but I know it, it sort of appealed to me because I just finished watching... Um, my dad was out here visiting, actually, is one of the things that happened recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> because we're us, this is his fourth time in Ann Arbor now. Oh, um, cool. And we basically have uh, exhausted all the things to do or see because it's Ann Arbor. <laughs> it's <laughs> not that much. Um, so we just stayed in mostly. Uh, and watch T V and we watched this show on Hulu called Castle Rock, which is a uh-huh. sort of um it's set in the Stephen King multiverse.
0: <laughs> Ugh like the dome and it?
1: Well, I mean it's I think it's just it's taking a lot of the like places and people and situations of Stephen King, but it's not specifically an adaptation of any Stephen King novel. Um Okay. And it was pretty good actually. Uh but alternate or alternate universes parallel universes very much came up and turned out to be sort of a big part of it i guess spoiler alert but um cool
0: no i I was curious if it was like part of the like you know how there's the mcu the marvel cinematic universe and there's like the dark whatever like with the mummy yeah and then now like i was wondering if stephen king was like spinning up his own like
1: yeah so it's it actually it is kind of interesting this is maybe sort of a bit of an aside but it is kind of interesting because it was clearly um it's clearly a show written to be semi not prestige but like you know Mm -hmm. like it's better much better than the dome it has like very good actors in it um and it's clearly playing on sort of like if you love Stephen King, you'll, like, catch all these different references. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know Stephen King particularly well, but my dad has, like, read every Stephen King book and seen a lot of the movies and things. So he was, like, pointing things out to me as they were oh, happening. Oh, that's really cool. Um, but again, it's not, like, a straight adaptation of anything. So it's sort of a story. It's kind of like fan fiction, almost like it's a story with some of the same characters appear. And I think mm-hmm. maybe we're even supposed to, men- to understand it as, like, an alternate universe
0: Mm-hmm.
1: within you know like in this universe some of the things that happened in Stephen King's books happened like actually some, happened and some didn't or whatever um, I yeah. just felt
0: okay I was just thinking about how like what enormously messed up like single universe if, like if any single one of Stephen King's things happened in a in like in a universe that would be kind of messed up but like if all of them did
1: well like kind of they do in his books um, like a large amount of them are over, like, kind of crossover into each other. Oh, really? Okay. Uh-huh. Because, so this, this show is set in Castle Rock, um, Maine. And mm-hmm. a lot of his stuff is set in Castle Rock, Maine, which is where, uh, Shawshank Prison is, which. Oh, okay. The Shawshank Redemption mm-hmm. is where that happens. Um, and, uh, a lot of them set in Derry, Maine, which is nearby. Oh. Um, uh-huh. so it takes place in Derry, Maine. Um. Yeah yeah and so it was kind of it was fun and there were, there were all these like sort of like winks and nudges toward things like um, Sissy Spacek who played Carrie in the original Carrie movie um, plays, oh that's funny plays the main character's mother in this um, who sort of like has Alzheimer's and is kind of like losing track of time mm-hmm. um, and the guy who plays the creepy clown in the new version of it. <laughs> Uh, plays the creepy, mysterious figure in this show. <laughs>
0: who might, um, who may be a clown or may not be a clown.
1: He's, at first I was like, I wonder if this is going to be like Origins of the Clown. But right. It was yeah. no.
0: Okay. That's, um, that's a little disappointing. But
1: like, yeah, several of the actors were people who'd been in other Stephen King adaptations and things like that. Um, so it was just kind of, it was kind of fun in that sense, but also a large part of the plot did hinge on, there being a parallel universe in a somewhat fringe style way and Mm -hmm. we can sort of get into that but um you know before we got started you were sort of talking about like to you the quintessential alternate universe or parallel universe story being um it's a wonderful life which i think is such an interesting thought because like i never think about it that way but that's totally what it is
0: yeah like it's it's I guess it came to my mind maybe specifically because I was thinking of, like, um, these, like, alternate histories where, like, just one thing is different. Um, and it is very much uh, a trope. I don't, I don't know if it's a trope. I feel like a lot of cartoons do it, though. Um, where, like, the kid wishes, like, oh, I wish I had never been born. Except, you know, in, in A Wonderful Life, it's, like, the grown-ass man who's, like, I wish I'd... I don't know. Yeah. Did he try to commit suicide?
1: He, um he's thinking about I don't know if he tries or not it's been a while since I've seen it but yeah like he's like oh I, every everything would be better if I had never been born
0: mm-hmm. oh and then this yeah and then you see this like a play to maybe sometimes comedic effect like I know uh, my mad fat diary had that um, it's a wonderful lifestyle finale to season one where oh, she like
1: yeah.
0: right that was such a good show
1: that was a really good show um, yeah <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um well I was also uh Lucifer another show I've been watching a bunch of lately had an episode it was sort of like a bonus episode uh-huh. um where it was like what would have happened if God hadn't put Lucifer in the path of um Chloe like one of the the two main characters like if they okay, hadn't so been put in each other's paths like God what would have happened God exists
0: and God like explicitly steered Chloe into Lucifer's path is kind of like the yes. supposition
1: Oh, that is absolutely canonical too. Okay, okay. To the television program Lucifer. No problem. Um, so in this God alternate, is real. in this alternate you know, of course that is real. They <laughs> call him Dad.
0: <laughs> daddy? Oh, that's that's I did like not too say, much. I, I did know. not
1: say Daddy. I said Dad.
0: Oh, okay, my bad. Sorry.
1: Um, the the so and again, it was like one small change, right? So in this case, the mm-hmm. one small change is that the woman, her father, didn't die. Um, her her father was a policeman he didn't die and thus she didn't become inspired to become a police person um Mm -hmm. and so she didn't go into mystery solving and blah 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 blah. so she never encountered lucifer um but god God is real and
0: he god is real and he micromanages is what i'm hearing like he, he really just like oh like boop like oh your dad died i mean Sorry, I don't don't want to get hung up on this. I don't know if I would get
1: that hung up on the logistics (laughs) of the theology of Lucifer. Um, Especially on a sort of bonus episode that was released after the show was canceled. Just as sort of like, hey, look at this fun content we have. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Um, Though then the show was saved from cancellation by Netflix, so I By God.
0: By God, exactly. (laughs) Sorry, Molly. I just like <laughs> no
1: one thinks describing the plot of Lucifer is like more funny than me, but then I uh-huh. encounter your reactions to it and I'm just like,
0: and you're like, it's not that funny.
1: It is. I think it's just, you try to make a joke of it and I'm like, no, but like literally that's what's happening.
0: Uh-huh. Okay.
1: It's making the joke itself. Although I don't know how much of a joke it is. I think it's a joke.
0: It's a joke. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I just, I guess I'm just personally fascinated by, like, the cosmological implications of a universe in which, like, everything does happen for a reason. Um,
1: I don't know that everything does happen for a reason. Like, that is left open, but it seems that this one thing at least happened for a reason. This uh was something God intentionally did.
0: Okay, so you're describing an idea of, like, a potentially omniscient but non-omnipotent God. (laughs)
1: yeah or maybe he's just hands off sometimes you know
0: that's true he's just like you know really loves anyways this is extremely this is
1: so off track um but yes uh it's a wonderful life
0: (laughs) (laughs) anyways um but like
1: this was clearly an homage this episode was clearly like an homage to it's a wonderful life um and Uh yeah you get a lot of these in like cartoons god i mean i've i've read it in fan fiction even i think i've written it in fan fiction if i'm remembering correctly in my long long past um
0: long long history of writing um different types of tropes into existence
1: yeah um so i think i think you know in the sort of same way groundhog day right is like Mm -hmm. now its own trope that you get in episodes of tv shows and all sorts of things i think the it's a wonderful life i wish i had never been born or um you know i wish some x thing was different
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and then you get a sort of see the worst reality that would exist if that were the case um is is now very firmly solidified as a trope and i think yeah i think like fair fair enough like as a pretty uh classic parallel universe trope Uh um but i think maybe something that's different about it from other parallel universes is i'm not sure in all cases all parallel parallel universes are clearly like one is worse and one is better
0: Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah
1: um, like, well, I think it's weird because there's like a mix. There's somewhere clearly is, like in every Star Trek Mirrorverse episode, where there's sort of like the evil versions of all the characters, and it's like a hell world. Um, mm-hmm. and then you get all your good ones. So that's like your, you know, secret evil twin or whatever. Well, but like you in know- in a Fringe style show, which for those who didn't ever watch the show Fringe, which was very good, and you should watch, um, you know, parallel universes are extremely important to that and like i don't don't think either universe seems like objectively worse than the other
0: it's interesting you bring this up because i think fringe might be like the only example of like oh they're parallel and not like the good universe versus the evil universe because in fringe like you had stuff like um you know i don't know what was exactly different but for spoilers sake let's pretend like one in one of them 9-11 happened and other one they bombed the S- statue of liberty or like in one of them firefly got renewed and our universe it didn't like it was it was stuff like that mm-hmm. um and like we in our universe the you know kevin durant didn't suffer a career-ending injury and in their universe or he he did and in their universe he did whatever um whereas we have stuff like um in the it's a wonderful life is almost always like uh like in this universe, it's the good one. And if you weren't here, like, we have this, like, almost pseudo-apocalyptic vision of, like, life <laughs> in this small town. Like, um, like, your mom would have, like, gotten, like, would have, like, accidentally walked into a path of a car, and your high school would have fallen into ruin, and your local grocery store would have, like, exploded in a fatal like gas accident because you weren't there to point out like a faulty counter Mm -hmm. um or even stuff like it's funny just because like we have stuff in cartoons like where uh, like fairly odd parents or some whatever where it's like if you got this like one thing like the whole like it's upon you that this timeline hinges i guess um and the whole fringe-esque like oh it's just like things are slightly different just feels different
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, there are probably examples of that that I'm just not thinking of. I will say, I think that's similar to how it is in Castle Rock as well. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, or arguably the main universe we're in is the worst one.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um,
1: But even that I don't necessarily think is fair um, because, Mm -hmm. like, messed up stuff happens in in both universes. I guess, So, spoiler, um, and this is... Similar to Fringe as well, where it's sort of the big difference is the key difference in terms of the storytelling is mm-hmm. the is whether a child lives or dies. Um, uh huh. So there, in in the universe we begin in in Castle Rock, there's a couple who um, uh had a um like lost it lost a baby. Um, uh-huh. and they adopt after that mm-hmm. and the main character of the show is their adopted son but we learn that there's another universe where that child wasn't lost
0: uh-huh.
1: whatever Be- they end up sort of going into the different universes and it causes chaos um but again it doesn't really seem that one is inherently worse than the other mm-hmm. um you know maybe maybe in one things are like a little less spooky. <laughs> but even that it's not necessarily clear why. Um and it's not the universe that we begin in. And so like I think we have a natural bias toward the one we begin in even if it's
0: like home is home.
1: Yeah, exactly. Home you know? timeline
0: is home timeline.
1: Yeah. Um and you know s- similarly with fringe, I think it's it's kind of the same thing where I don't know. I I'm trying to remember like the the other universe that they go into, I think there are things about it that are worse. Like, I think, like, a lot of the sort of scary paranormal stuff that's happening mm-hmm. is, like, more dangerous there and, like, whatever. But but it's not clear that everyone's more unhappy. In fact, some people uh-huh. are more happy. Um, yeah. You know, some people are having better lives. It's just, it's um, complicated.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm trying to recall, and this is like this has been bugging me consistently since the start of this episode. Have we done parallel universes before? No. We haven't. We okay. Haven't. Th- then we must have. We must have brought it up because I definitely remember talking about like hominids, which is like the parallel universe where uh, Neanderthals became the dominant like species instead of humans um in a podcast but it was probably on a digression similar to the way like we frequently have very long digressions into unrelated fields
1: yeah like when you have to question me about the entire
0: (laughs) cosmology (laughs) cosmology of
1: lucifer Lucifer, yeah
0: yeah just a little Um, bit i mean i just i just it's just such a fascinating idea i'm so mad that um that they didn't do the show where frankenstein teams up with a cop or frankenstein's monster whatever i know it was by the writers of elementary.
1: I know. The cowards who did not pick up that show are dead to it's
0: me. It's ma- so annoying. It's like, come on. Anyway. Golden opportunity. Anyways, yes. Um, So, parallel universes, road not taken, blah, blah, blah.
1: I mean, that's actually, I'm... right? So, we haven't really talked about, like, what is the...
0: What's the deal what's, with parallel?
1: What's the deal? <laughs> but i i mean i think you're you're bringing up a good point here like you bring up the the road not taken right the the frost Mm -hmm. poem but i think right the the appeal of the alternate universe is the ability to see how these different um slight changes can Mm -hmm. have these huge effects so in the case of it's a wonderful life you know maybe it's the semi-narcissistic um or you could say feel good uh Mm -hmm fantasy of my life has this massive effect on the people around the people in my life the mm-hmm. town i live in the world i'm in like my my life my existence is huge for everything mm-hmm. um but you know in other cases it can be as little as i mean sort of right the classic the classic alternate timeline is what if nazis had won in world war Two? right yes yeah And, you know, so imagining, okay, like what, what would that particular change look like? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and, and then I think we get them on sort of smaller scale things as well. You know, what if, oh, there's an episode of Doctor Who called Turn Left. Um, And Uh I think in that one, we sort of see visions of what would happen if this character didn't turn left.
0: Oh, Um, I like it.
1: Because the different, like, just different.
0: Timelines. F- exactly. Ca- different timelines.
1: Right. I mean, and I think, you know, um, another great example of this,
0: uh, Russian doll. Mm-hmm. Oh, Russian doll. That's nice.
1: Right. Where we just see the, the effect of small changes um, and how they can have ripple effects, the butterfly effect or whatever you want to call it.
0: Russian Doll was really interesting because um, we 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 brought it up in in passing in our Groundhog Day episode, uh, but spoilers for the final episode of Russian Doll, I suppose. Um, it kind of in Russian Doll, uh, the whole thing is like they're trying to figure out why they're Groundhog Daying over and over again, um, and it kind of like the stakes kind of rise when you find out like people start disappearing, like and they're like, oh shit, like if we don't figure this out everyone's going to disappear and the universe question mark will like cease to exist um but they fix it and they end up in like back in the normal timeline and they meet each other only the person they meet is like the non-timeline version
1: right so the two characters who are going through the time loop each of them ends up in a different timeline um so they meet the their counterpart Uh um But their counterpart is not the one who's been going through the time loop with them um so they kind of have to get to know each other again which right which is like gets complicated
0: it's so intense i don't know i love it i love it a lot um i love the finale a lot just because of the way the stakes are raised when like they see each other and they're like hey what's up like we've like died 30 times together and the other princess is like uh, no, I have my own, I'm, like, I'm still, I'm, like, the non-fixed, super fucked up version that, like, entered the whole time loop to begin with. Um, right,
1: exactly, I even had all this, like, healing, bonding, and, like, working through all the trauma, and so now,
0: yeah.
1: now it's, like, up to this other person who knows all this stuff to, like, get that, that person through this shit again.
0: And, <laughs> and you know, like, it's, like, such a, such a great, like, oh, it's so good, it's, like, the guy, it's such a great test, because, like, The person they were at the beginning of the show, like, would have fucked it up, like, would have been like, like, exactly the person at the beginning of the show was like, not my problem, see you later, but like, it's such a, a crucial test of, it's like a final exam, it's like, can you save this person's life? Like, do you have the fortitude, the empathy, the understanding to like, take this person who's just at the worst point of their life, possibly? Um, and lead them out of the darkness oh man i it's like a, that show it's a, a lot. good
1: show and even knowing i mean it's cool to watch it not really knowing what's going to happen but i think even knowing sort of some of what's going on it's still very good yeah um I
0: hardly recommended yeah 10 out sure. of 10 show I mean, maybe not 10 out of 10 i don't know um but yeah i mean i think i think um there definitely is a really big i think it's like one of the main mysteries of life other than what happens after death is like what happens what would have happened if we did x instead of y right like
1: right i mean i think that there's a and maybe part of what we see when we see these like clearly like bad universes right is mm-hmm. the the again the fantasy that there is a right or a wrong choice
0: mm-hmm. um
1: which i mean i think obviously in a, in some occasions there are but in a lot of times right like which college you go to or whatever mm-hmm. It's not like straightforward that there's one choice and you're going to end up in this beautiful happy life, and mm-hmm. the other, and you're going to end up miserable or whatever. Um, the these these little choices, I don't know. Like I think in a way it's scary to be like there is a right choice and a wrong choice, but maybe that there's something also reassuring about that mm-hmm. instead of the fact that like life is this series of endless forks in the road at every possible stage and like there's no real sense of guidance and you just kind of have to figure it out and you can't sort of be like you know sometimes it's a moral decision and there's a right or a wrong but most of the time no
0: yeah it's really i'm definitely for the it's a wonderful life scenario there's something really comforting in being like this is this is the best of all possible worlds Mm -hmm. um versus like i mean it's it will be really weird to be like okay i'm gonna go to a parallel universe where i went to like um another like i didn't go to stanford right like if i personally went to um like uh, columbia columbia um or penn state or something Mm -hmm. um and it's like it's like okay like i would have been i still would have probably been trans i don't know when i would have transitioned i'll have like a whole different set of best friends i'll have a whole different set of life experiences um i would be in effect a whole different person um to an extent which like i don't even know if i would get along with like Mm -hmm. my like mirror universe self it's it's something that's like really um easily trips trips me up um trips me out um because it's ultimately pointless um
1: yeah um But, like, it's very rich for storytelling, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: And, I mean, I think this is why in in fan fiction, again, you see this is such a common thing to do, is not just the alternate universe of... And listen to our fan fiction episode if you haven't to get more (laughs) about this. But, you know, instead of just, like, oh, you know, these characters who are, you know, Game of Thrones characters are now just students in high school or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, you get ones of... What if instead of doing X, character had done Y? Yeah. How would everything change at that point? Um, and there, there is a real creative um, satisfaction, I think, to pursuing that kind of line of thought mm-hmm. when it comes to fiction. But when you try to apply it to your real life, it can get a little spooky, right. <laughs> depressing. Well,
0: in- because in fiction, you're, you're afforded the full, like, omnipotent ability to explore the thread down to the last, right? You're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, like, you know, if X didn't happen, then Sansa, like, maybe, like, Arya loses a leg at the Battle of the Bastards. And then, like, this happens, and then this happens. Like, with fanfiction, you're, you're able to completely trace the thread all the way through. Like, whereas, you know, it's like, oh, if I went to Columbia, like, that's where it ends, right? Like, I don't know who I would have roomed with. I don't know which major I would have chosen. Um, I don't know if I would still be in, like, games or something, right? Like, versus in fan fiction where you're able to say, like, oh, like, where you're able to just craft it, right? Like, Harry suffers a, like, a terminal accident, not terminal, like, a non-fatal accident that prevents him from playing Broomstick. (laughs) From language. (laughs) I couldn't remember the name. (laughs) it's been a long day folks oh my
1: goodness um yeah i think i mean i think that's fair and i think like a lot of times right the way the way we're thinking about it in terms of fiction is we're thinking okay can we can we fix this story in some way or can like you know we we make things end up better Mm -hmm. um and i think in fan fiction that's often what happens right you sort of are able to make things better or make things go differently um Mm -hmm in in fiction like in a story where people are trying to change their change their timeline or change their fate or whatever mm-hmm. um, I think it can kind of go either way um, but I think yeah when it comes to our real lives if we start thinking about it it's sort of like well it doesn't matter because I can't you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I,
0: I, and that's and, no one's um... going to
1: present me with a time machine where I can go back and uh oh god Hitler. what's that movie it's like go where you go in a dark closet and you like close your eyes and then you could go back in time 10 minutes so that you can hit on the girl the right way oh yeah instead of
0: <laughs> about time what's it called about time yeah yeah um, we just fucked up
1: creating an infinite uh series of timelines where... I actually don't know what happens in that movie because I was weirded out by the premise, but... Oh, yeah.
0: I don't know either. I just I bet... assume that
1: it created an infinite series of timelines of women who uh, were and were not into this dude and then they all, you know, disappeared or something.
0: Okay, sorry. I was trying to figure out if um, if that happens, if like, there's just, like, an infinite number of timelines where... um. Yeah, like, he made a pass at me, and it was really weird, and then he ducked into a closet (laughs) and disappeared forever. It was really odd, and I'm, you know, um, we don't talk about it. Yeah. There's all these aborted timelines where he just, like, goes to the closet and vanishes. Um, (laughs) Sorry, Sorry, this is really funny to me. Um, No, no, okay, so what I was going to say is, um, it's funny because you... I think, like, this is something that is common in... Like positive thinking or like productive thinking is like don't get caught up in what could have happened or what might happen. Um, don't like keep kicking yourself over the fact you embarrassed, like flubbed a math test or something, right? It's like you can't change the past. like. There's an element of like you can't change the past. You have to move on with your life. Specifically, with the 2016 election, um, where I feel like there's a lot of people who are still. There was this whole spate of like. Oh, if Hillary Clinton was president, like we'd all be like in night in like nightgowns drinking tequila <laughs> or something. No, I'm serious. Like did you okay. not see no, this? No, I
1: didn't see that.
0: Like there was a series of um I mean it's like every so often, but some some poor Rando would get dragged for making tweets about like how it would all be so much better if Hillary Clinton was president. Or these alternate ones are like, Oh, if Bernie was president or like if Bernie ran. Like there's a lot of like Hmm like, time machine, like, like, war games, like, moving the f- pieces around on the field. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean, and I, I, I will say, like, in, in 2016, like, part of, or after 2016, sort of part of what happened was not just a reassessment of Hillary, Clinton, Hillary Clinton's campaign, right? Not just sort of like, mm-hmm. okay, what could she have done differently? Like, where were the weaknesses? Like, what, you know, what happened? Um, but I think there was this sort of, like, fanatical um re of every sort of aspect of that campaign as if we could you know mm-hmm. somehow reach back and tweak it and if we just made this one little tweak then guess what yeah. it, it wouldn't have gone this way um as if there weren't you know a huge host of factors contributing to what happened um yeah. You know, but I th- you know, I think there was sort of this like, oh, if, if Hillary had just visited Michigan more mm-hmm. or something, and you know, whatever, maybe, but like, or, or if it had been Bernie and not Hillary, then mm-hmm. whatever. And it's just, right. the, it's, it's, to me, that doesn't really add, like, we don't know what would have happened.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: we can't know what would have happened.
0: Well, this is, this is kind of the other troop. Um, I mean, it's this kind of other interesting trope of the person stuck in a time loop of their own volition, right? Like, what we we just talked about, um, about time of this person, like, living through these, like, X moments over and over again, trying to get the perfect role. I think this is also the plot of Primer, but that's also the movie with, like, 14 different timelines. Um, I don't know that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a cult, cult classic from a while back. But, yeah. Um, there's there is a sense of like if you had a time machine and you could go back in time over and over again like maybe you shouldn't like
1: well yeah I mean I think that is the overwhelming uh, yeah that's true verdict yeah. right it's like mm-hmm. if you go back I mean that's the That's a whole like corrupted timeline stuff I mean it's stuff, the butterfly right? effect um, yeah. and that's the you go back in time to kill Hitler but you accidentally draw your drop your cell phone and now guess what? The Nazi- Nazis have great technology and you're just mm-hmm. a bunch of dumbass teenagers who <laughs> don't <laughs> yeah. know what to do. Um, mm-hmm. and classic episode of the misfit of misfits. Um, That's right. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think, and I think we talked about this with time loops maybe as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is what yeah. we were talking about. Alternate timelines.
0: This seems, this um, seems and time travel
1: of this idea of like, if you do it of your own volition, I think like ultimately it's a lesson in hubris. Um, mm-hmm. And you're taught, like, you can't control your fate like that because things will go wrong in some way. There's that – oh, we read that um, graphic novel. Do you remember Seconds, I think it was called?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Where isn't that – what she she did, she would – like, the main character would kind of, like, go back in time to fix things, but eventually yeah, the world right. started falling apart. Um, and so, like, I think that's the, the common lesson, right, is you can't mm-hmm. go back and fix things. But – can- if somehow the universe just like makes you do it, the right. universe sends you back in time. The universe um, is puts you in a time loop where you need to do something differently. Well, then that's just fate telling you like something right. went wrong, and you've got to set things. That's, that's awry. chill, right? Like yeah, yeah. you you got, things are awry. You got to set things straight. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Like I don't know what to s- like. I. I think that's probably true. I think if everybody could go back in time and just change what they did all the time, it would be really, really bad. Um <laughs> like maybe better decisions would be made in certain instances, but like mm-hmm. if nothing could if nothing was ever permanent. I feel like I'm now I just sound like I'm higher. I'm like if nothing was ever permanent. Nothing ever like
0: The the combination of parallel universes and time travel, like definitely inspires a level of um like ultra stone thinking of like yeah like what if what, uh, what if we're well, this is an alternate universe
1: oh my god
0: what, what,
1: yeah yeah um but but yeah like i think i think i understand why the moral of a lot of these stories is like you can't change the past um mm-hmm. because you can't
0: <laughs> right well, well i mean it's like, like, like ultimately
1: you-, you can't
0: Right. Like, well, I mean, because you, if you can't, like, you can change the past. It's a very, like, unsatisfying moral lesson, right? Mm-hmm. It's, like, cool. <laughs> like, so you can't just, like, redo do things over until things are perfect. Um, the end.
1: <laughs> right. Well, and like, even if it's, like, these fictional characters can do that, but you still can't.
0: Uh-huh. Like, they and can like, do it,
1: and if you could do it, it would actually be totally fine and morally good and have no problems, but you can't because we don't live in that world. Sorry. Sucks.
0: Sorry, bud. Like, yeah, like, it's, it's a very, um... It's why wishes always have to go wrong, right? It's, like, it's why... It's just, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's been some interesting... Though, actually, it's, it's funny you say that. Like, it's funny we talk about, like, there's no perfect timeline. Um, when I... When with a couple video games, there is like there's a popular series called I don't know Zero Escape game series where it's like like an It style like person locks all these poor characters in a big like escape dungeon and um, they just die over and over again and part of the the hinge of the like part of the trick of the game and spoilers for nine 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 I suppose. Um in that game, like you you all the endings cause you to die. And one of the endings it's like um it's like someone's alive inside a locked sarcophagus and a, it's locked with a combination lock. And you don't know the combination. Is, is the
1: combination nine nine nine?
0: No it's not. Sorry. And... Nine it's nine nine refers to nine persons, nine doors and nine hours, maybe? I don't know. Um but so the sarcophagus is locked and like someone's alive inside it banging to be let out and you don't know the combination so the so the first time you play through the game just ends there but in one of the alternate paths you learn the combination but like then you you get axe murdered so like everyone dies so like then you play through like the sarcophagus ending again and then like your main character like does like this time like trans-dimensional jump and it's like wait a minute I know the combination. It's like, I don't know how I know the combination. Um, So you like put it in and you go to like the final leg of the game. And this actually is a common theme in the other games where it's like, Mm -hmm. you go through, you solve all these puzzles and all of these failed timelines. um, And it like funnels you back towards like the one true timeline where you like do like do everything perfectly or you're like able to solve the ultimate, ultimate example
1: yeah i mean that makes total sense to me because it seems like ultimately what these alternate timelines are about or whatever is is problem solving in some way right Mm -hmm. it's like there's some issue that either something happening or not happening or something you do or don't do Mm -hmm. affects things and so knowing about that helps you solve a problem in some way um and so in something that's like game oriented uh-huh. um yeah it makes total sense to me that that would sort of be how that works um, well, that was
0: have you seen um live die repeat slash um that like day after tomorrow
1: um no that's is that what it's called
0: uh it's it's called two different things apparently is, i don't know why it's called to live th- die repeat live die repeat uh
1: live die repeat Sorry, it's on Becky's DVD shelf. Oh, really? Edge of Tomorrow.
0: Oh, Edge of Tomorrow. Eh, all right. Edge of Tomorrow? Okay, yeah. So it's it's a very similar premise where the guy, like, you know, he, at one point, he, like, perfectly predicts what someone's about to say because he's, like, time looped through it so many times that he's able to do it. Um, which is, like, a semi-common trope, I think, of, like, the Groundhog Day. Right.
1: And, I mean, I think, again, this is where the the distinction between the Groundhog Day time loop thing and the sort of true parallel universe is. And that I think in the true parallel universe, like, it's still committed to going forward on that track that it's on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess another... Uh, Example of this that confused me, but we can uh, see if you understood it a little better, um, was Avengers, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where. Oh, Avengers yeah. Endgame, spoilers, um, where they sort of create multiple divergent timelines, and then theoretically they were supposed to sort of bring them all back together again. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that doesn't happen because it doesn't make sense that it would
0: no, no no there's someone someone apparently um okay this is not very helpful but um apparently they did like they in in um marvel endgame they like put all the timelines together but there is the rogue timeline where loki like made off with uh tesseract do you remember that one
1: yeah so there's that one also, doesn't there have to be then some weird timeline where, again, s- oh, spoilers yeah. for in-game, big spoilers, where, you know, Captain America gets, like, fucking old?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, there's, actu- there's like, no reason that he should have been able to come back to the same timeline by, like, sticking around. Um,
1: yeah. So, anyway, so who knows? Anyways. Question mark, question ans- mark, question mark.
0: The ultimate answer is multiple universes and timelines are, like, kind of fun in examples where they're very self-contained and used to answer a specific question and then when you use as plot devices, literally everything falls apart.
1: Yeah, I mean I think I think my favorite example is still something like Fringe, where you've got two universes that have, you know, some major and some minor differences mm-hmm. and that coming into contact with each other creates a variety of problems for our protagonists. Yeah. Um and, you know, and that has sort of compelling character things. So, like, the – the spoilers for Fringe. Rather old show at this point. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, the sort of the reason – and I think this is what is very interesting to me – is, like, the reason that these two sort of alternate universes exist is because um, this scientist, um, Walter, he mm-hmm. – he's like doing the science. I can't remember exactly, but he's doing the science of it. Right. And he discovers that there's an alternate universe, um, or parallel mirror universe to his own. Um, and in his own universe, his son dies. Um, but he, he, of an illness, but he Mm -hmm. discovers the cure too late. And in the alternate universe, he sees that his son in that universe or the son of his mirror self, um, is also sick um Uh and so he he crosses he crosses into that universe to try and heal that kid ends up kidnapping him oh yeah and raising him as his own son which he is it's very complicated um and really good just emotionally satisfying in so many levels
0: like in the other universe you were like a better dad like you didn't let your kid die you were smart enough to save him right that's a that's a lesson that's the moral of the story
1: no, because the, the, <laughs> the, sorry, sorry. The, the one whose kid died is the one who saved the other one.
0: Oh, good point. Yeah. Yeah. Did he go back in time or was the other kid just like hung out longer in the other universe? I
1: think the other kid got sick later.
0: Oh, okay. Um, oh, all right.
1: Yeah. So, but anyway, like the the, the purpose of these sort of two universes, um, it has very personal effects. Um, and you know there's all this like weird stuff of people falling in love across the or seducing each other across the parallel universes um,
0: um also a common trope
1: but then also you know it 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 relates to the broader world that's um being explored in fringe, which is where there's sort of all this um you know sci fi fantasy stuff happening and being investigated <laughs>
0: um
1: Yeah, I don't know. So, like, to me, that's a really satisfying example. I think also, you know, something like Stranger Things, which no spoilers at all for the new season, but just, you know, the the concept of the upside down where it's, like, literally just a dark hell dimension that is, like, the same, looks the same, but, like, is occupied only by scary monsters.
0: Yeah, Um,
1: And I'm like, okay, that's entirely just sort of a plot device. Like, it doesn't really... Mm-hmm. do anything or make you're just like yeah that's like a hell dimension basically
0: it's a cool chill hell, hell dimension yeah. well it's 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 interesting in in um hell <clears throat> sorry i'm trying to remember of what other hell dimension examples stranger things is the only thing that comes to mind there's one um, on
1: the show angel but i don't remember it well
0: uh where i think um isn't the whole like the interesting part of the hell dimension in stranger things is like because the geometry is mirrored um, you can like roughly figure out like well you'll pop out in the reverse area like if you traverse it right like they use they like run they enter the school in the hell yeah I mean I think something. I
1: think that's true like I think right in the first season Nancy goes through the tree mm-hmm. to get to basically the same spot yeah but I don't really remember that much you know it's but it's not like it's not it's not like a world that we explore as a world unto itself right Mm -hmm. um it's just kind of it's the upside down
0: it's upside down it's like it's pretty fucked up (laughs) the end
1: (laughs) um yeah i don't know i don't know
0: so so is um i guess we've mentioned keeping the episodes a bit shorter. So I guess yeah, we, can start... we can
1: start wrapping up. I guess the only other thing I want to mention, which I think I mentioned a little bit earlier is like Star Trek Mirrorverse episodes, which oh, yeah. are mostly just hilarious because it's like, just like horrible. Everything's horrible. Everyone's terrible and has bad hair and is evil now. And mm-hmm. weirdly tries to seduce everybody. It's just very, I watched like, many seasons of Deep Space Nine. I didn't finish it, but I watched many seasons of Deep Space Nine. And uh-huh. the Deep Space Nine Mirrorverse episodes were just so terrible because it was just like... But like also sexy. Sexy.
0: No, um, I've never seen it. Nothing about um,
1: that show was sexy. I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> but sexy is not the word I would use. Um, But in those cases, like it very much was just like occasionally there was a small amount of bearing on the Mm
0: -hmm. actual Actual plot plot.
1: but usually it was just like hey let's just have our actors do some fun stuff for a little while and you know make Worf put garrick in a collar for some reason Um, like a
0: sexy reason or... I
1: mean, they didn't say it, but everything in that universe was very sexual. So
0: Okay, so it, was like, it wasn't like the dark, it was the evil verse, but also the sexy well, verse.
1: Yeah, here's the thing. The other thing about it, and this was true in Buffy too. Buffy has an episode with sort of like a parallel universe where um, like most of the characters are actually like vampires and are evil and Ooh, whatever and the vampire first in addition to being sort of darker and edgier um it's also a lot more sexual and a lot more bisexual of a universe um d- because nothing says this is the dark scary universe like people being bisexual
0: <laughs> this is the evil universe because people are sexier and bisexual
1: mm-hmm. They're like oh I they'll like just it. hit on anything
0: the ev- i like this escalation of like evil universe like evil sexy universe to like evil sexy bisexual universe yep. like it really it really shows you the the escalating escalating evils <laughs> I guess.
1: um yeah anyway so i don't know that we came to any like profound conclusions about parallel yeah, universes not. but they're they they're more common than i realized um <laughs> when we started talking about them and if you yeah. haven't watched castle rock i recommend it it was a pretty good show a little bit a little bit gruesome not gory just kind of like spooky mm-hmm. but pretty good good actors yeah
0: it's funny no it's just so funny to me i guess we didn't really touch on like evil universe replicas but i don't know if there's too much to say on that it's just sort of like do you know enough about i don't know do you have like a safe word that only the real you? Right, knows?
1: like the classic, um, you know, going undercover as yourself in the, or the other person going undercover as you, um, which yeah, is, is cla- it's huge plot in Fringe. Um, That's right. Huge plot in. No, never mind. Okay. I was say huge plot in Star Trek uh, episode, but more like small plot in Star Trek uh, mm-hmm. episodes that I've seen anyway. Anyway, um, anyway yeah let's let's start wrapping up um, what what's something you've been reading watching enjoying or have you just been kind of like recovering from your vacation
0: um, I've been I don't know I've been I've been enjoying we saw like a uh, three movies over the over our break which is pretty fun um, the first movie was called the raft where a where it's like it's a it's um, a documentary where a like Psycho, like an anthropologist is hijacked, like goes on a plane that has been hijacked, and he's like, ah, you know what would be the best way to figure out like how to end war and world peace? Let me pick five men and five women and put them on a raft for like 120 days and like just observe them and observe like what causes conflict and like, um, like, what, like how like conflict arises um and the it's he'll, spoilers for the rap but it's very very funny because you have this guy who was like a total blowhard um and would get him like get his notes throughout the thing it's like ah yes i pick like five sexy men and five sexy women because sexual attraction causes conflict and you're just sort of like maybe this dude's just like a huge creep um <laughs> so and, and he just gets like progressively more and more bummed out because like everyone gets along like everyone's just like oh this is a nice vacation like da that da, da, da. you know like okay like we're doing the duties we're like having fun like we're like having some sex like whatever and this guy's like writing his notes just like so bummed out he's like i worry that my life work has been for nothing no one is fighting this is pointless I am a mockery among my peers
1: no it God. sounds like he solved the problem you just gotta get sexy people on rafts and then all everyone's happy all the time
0: it's so funny he's like he's like you notice at the beginning like whoa like these are all like very attractive people um, like conventionally attractive of course because he's like mm-hmm. and then like halfway through you get the revelation that he did it on purpose um, and they also interview like a bunch of like the people who are still alive from the raft like they make like a replica of it and they bring back like five um five of the people four women one man and it's actually really cool if you like like badass old women um kind of like talking about their life experiences because like um this dude decided to like oh like i will flip the natural order of things and i'll give women more power um so like the woman was a captain a woman was a scuba diver a woman was like the nurse um and like so, they had all of the. I I forget what the last woman's like role was, or last two women's roles was. Um, but it was just funny, like at one point, like the rudder breaks and a woman needs to, like the scuba diver needs to fix the rudder, and the guys like, no, 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 this is too dangerous. I cannot allow a woman to to do this. I will do it, and he like you see footage of him like flailing around and it's like, okay, we'll try it tomorrow. And then the woman's like, yeah, like we just like snuck out in the morning and fixed it because it was a super easy job and he got so bummed out. Wow. So anyways, if you see The Raft come up on Netflix or something, it's like pretty fun. We also saw The Last Black Man in San Francisco, which was like fun and also huge bummer. Um, and then midsomar or Summer, I don't know how you pronounce it, which was just like, Terrifying, but it's kind of like a happy ending, mm. if you can believe it.
1: Mm. Um, cool. I have been watching the One Hundred <laughs> and tweeting about watching the One Hundred. The One Hundred. Um, yeah. So the One Hundred, for those who don't know, is a show about a hundred teen delinquents. Who are sent to Earth in a post-apocalyptic future. Humanity has gone to live in outer space. um, Because Earth isn't survivable. But they send 100 teens down to find out if Earth is now survivable. Because it's been 100 years since nuclear war. Um, And the premise is kind (laughs) of (laughs) dumb. And... Some things that happen are kind of dumb. But honestly, I have been really, really enjoying it. People told me that I would not like it um, and that it was, like, really disappointing and, like, made them angry. So maybe, uh-huh. you know, I guess take that with a grain of salt. But for me, I have just been enjoying it. Like, you go in, you're like, this is a fun post-apocalyptic teen drama. Um, but, you know, it like, it's got some good stuff. It's got some, like, weighty moral issues. Um it's made me cry twice. Oh. And, uh, and just, yeah, I don't know. Like, I've, I've really enjoyed it. And maybe going in with, like, not having any particular expectations. Not just, like, high or low, but just in the sense mm-hmm. of, like, I wasn't, like... I didn't read endless posts of people sort of analyzing, like, what are the themes of this show? It's just like, I'm going to watch this show and see how I like it. So I was just kind of able to just enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. And... It kind of feels like um, a mix between Battlestar Galactica and The Walking Dead, uh-huh. um, wi- but less gruesome, I think, is how I would That's pretty sort cool. of put it. Um, yeah, and so I, if you're if you're into if that, sounds like something you'd be into. Anybody like, I would <sighs> say give it a watch. Um, I guess like one warning is that there is a. This is sort of the big controversy of the show: is there is a uh, lesbian relationship where there's a relationship between two uh, two women and one of them does get killed off
0: Um, yeah I remember this was like the big thing
1: and like it is ridiculous like I'm glad I knew going in because it's not so much ridiculous that she gets killed off because like a lot of people die on this show it's not Uh that weird it was just like it literally happens like the scene after they have sex
0: (laughs) it's like they finally get
1: together and then it's like one scene later boom she gets shot
0: (laughs) Wow. all right.
1: Um, but I still think it's worth watching. Um and you know, like the 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 character who remains uh, who doesn't die, she continues. She has a relationship with another woman throughout the show. Um, and and she's sort of like openly bisexual. and yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. it's it's pretty good.
0: So like like you it sounds like going into knowing not to get like too invested in this character helps.
1: Yeah. Me. like don't go in being like, OMG, Klexa forever! This uh-huh. is my OTP. Nothing bad will ever happen to them. Because huh. it mm-hmm. it will. Bad things will happen to them. Very. <laughs> they're okay. still very enjoyable, though. I think like they're a fun. They're a fun couple. I get why people got obsessed with them. But um, yeah. Rip. Rip. Um, yeah. So that's that's pretty much what I've been doing. Sounds good. All right. Well. Thanks for listening, and um, sorry for the little bit of a hiatus. But we'll hopefully be back to you in another two weeks. Um, until then, feel free to tweet at us or email us. I'm at the Molly Jean. That's the M O L Y J E A uh, N N E.
0: And I'm at Alonculus. That's A O L. sorry, A L O N K U L O U S.
1: Um yeah and we're always down for hearing topic suggestions or anything and no is that it
0: (laughs) oh no i think that's it just like come at us come at Um, us come at us Um, tell us what you think
1: yes um all right so thank you for listening this has been story guts uh
0: yeah stay hungry